On today's episode, we'll be talking about the new G.I. Joe Corbor Island Wave and how much of a stress it is for collectors to get these figures. We'll also be talking about the Star Wars Hasbro Pulse announcement that's going to be happening this Friday morning. And we'll talk about Lucas Games, where they have now opened up the doors for other publishers and developers to create Star Wars games. It's no longer an EA exclusive. So let's get started. Astonishing NR is a podcast where you can come in and learn and listen and be informed on movies, TV shows, action figures, and video games. We've got a variety of topics we can talk about. We'll be dropping an episode every week. So we hope that you can join us every week and be entertained. I'm your host, Alvin. And today's episode, we'll be talking about the new G.I. Joe Cobra Allen Wave and what a debacle has has been since they have launched this wave. We'll also talk about the upcoming Hasbro Pulse Star Wars coming this Friday at 8 a.m. And lastly, we'll finish off with Lucasfilm Games. Lucasfilm Games has decided to open the rights to other publishers and developers uh, aside from EA Games. So I'm really excited to talk about these topics. So let's get started. So in early 2020, Hasbro decided to finally release 6-inch G.I. Joe figures. Now, 6-inch G.I. Joe figures hasn't been done. They've always had the 3 and 3 quarter inch figures. And even before that, they had the 12-inch dolls with the cloth-like outfits that a lot of people in the 70s played with. So G.I. Joe has been around for a long time. I remember watching it when I was younger in the late 80s, the cartoons. And I've, I was a big fan of G.I. Joe. I really loved um, G.I. Joe. They worked really well with me when I used to watch Transformers, G.I. Joe. They used to all be, you know, together in, on a Saturday morning or on a, on a day right after school would end. I would run home and watch uh, Transformers and G.I. Joe. And I really, really, you know, wanted a six-inch G.I. Joe line and never had one. I wasn't going to go to three and three-quarter inch line. Uh, I have, was tempted because I'm such a fan, but I'm collect, I collect myself six inch figures, seven inch figures. So I just didn't see the need to collect a three and three and a quarter inch figures. It would not go well with my line that I have. But when they announced this, I was just elated. I was joy. I was just full of joy. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe they're actually doing this. And then we started seeing some prototypes of what they look like. And you know, there were some people that were not happy with it because they're, you know, old school. They wanted an old school look of characters. But I knew what Hasbro was doing. Hasbro was clearly thinking long term. They're gonna, if they're going to release a line, they want to get the most out of it. So I knew they were going to give us an updated modern version and then probably hit us with the retro line a couple of years down the road and, you know, recoup some of their money for some of the the figures they have, they're building right now with new parts and all that. So to me, it's okay. I don't mind change. I don't mind new looks. So long as you're, you know, not changing too much from the 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 the, the basic core of what G.I. Joe is. So I was totally fine with, you know, having pads and stuff. I was even okay with the bright, shiny pads and armor, gold armor. A lot of people were not. But for me, I'm like, you know, I'd rather have this than not have anything. 
So for me, I was like, hey, you know what? If I really don't like it, I could probably paint it or get someone to paint it for me. So it, it wasn't a big deal for me. Then, you know, they're like, well, we got this classified line. And uh, we're also going to be doing a Cobra Island exclusive line to Target in the U.S. and Toys R Us in Canada. And I was like, oh, boy. You know, like, how is this going to work out? Like, I mean, there's a lot of fans. And I really didn't think Hasbro would, like, not bring us the amount of figures that we thought they were supposed to bring us. I really thought they knew their audience. I really thought that they're like, hey, this is a big franchise and we better make a lot of these figures. If we're going to do an exclusive, we better make sure we pump out a lot of it. And I also thought that it would take advantage of the, you know, the Hasbro Pulse site and maybe start kick off the exclusive. But I, I mean, it depends on what their arrangements are with obviously the partners that they're going to sign with exclusives with. So it's hard to say that, you know, or just throw it on the Hasbro Pulse site. If their partner says, no, 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 it has to be our store and our website only, then obviously Hasbro uh, will have their hands tied. So when they started releasing the Cobra Island line and they were only giving us, you know, six per store, uh, you know, like some stores were not even going to get it. It so started to become a massive problem. And. Then you got, you know, bots, scalpers putting bots on the site, and then they're selling out within seconds. People can't even log in and buy one. By the time they even put it in their cart, it's gone. It, it's just such a huge mess from the beginning. You know, just unbelievable difficulty to get one of these figures. Now, I was fortunate enough to get myself uh, a fair amount of figures, but it wasn't something that I could have done myself. I actually had help from friends across the country looking for these for me. And when you have to do that to get figures that you want, that's incredibly frustrating. And and I was just thinking to myself, like, do I want to, like, I was actually tempted to just walk uh, away from this collection. But my love for G.I. Joe is huge. I love them. And, and I'm like, I can't do this. But, you know, if I didn't get these Cobra Island figures, exclusive figures, it would have, you know, like, it, it would have been upsetting to me because, how do you continue a line if some of these core characters are not in your collection? I mean, they were putting army building Cobra infantry troopers into exclusives. Why would you do that? It's just crazy. That's like putting stormtroopers, basic stormtroopers, in an exclusive you know, line and saying, hey, you can only get it at this store, and if you can't get it at this store, you're never going to get stormtroopers. That's crazy to me like to do that. And I don't know if Hasbro teams talk to each other or not, but if you're a new you know, team, and G.I. Joe, obviously, the six-inch line is a new team, probably, or the three-and-three-quarter-inch team is probably given you know, some more work here and said, hey, let's, you guys have to do the six-inch line now. I would definitely consult the Marvel team, the Star Wars team, and say, hey, you know, how do you guys go about doing army builds and exclusives? What kind of tips you guys can give us? I mean, if you look at Marvel Legends... You know, sometimes it can be frustrating to get a figure, but you know, no matter what, they'll do everything they can to pump out as many figures as possible. They have exclusives all the time, but I never hear people saying, you know, I can't get my hands on this exclusive. I hear people saying it maybe four or five months down the road when it's already been released. But during the time of release dates, I personally have never had any issues getting any Marvel Legends exclusives. They're available in mass quantities at a lot of stores so 
I don't know why Hasbro Marvel Legends team can do this, but the G.I. Joe team can't do this. Now, you know, there could be some issues. Obviously, in 2020, we had a massive pandemic here. You know, it was one for the ages. And maybe that has uh, an effect on production. But I honestly think it comes down to going back to the beginning of 2020 when they were going to announce the new Snake Eyes movie that was going to kick off and basically reboot the franchise and kick off a new era in G.I. Joe movies. And having that shelved, I think, scared Target and cautioned them to reduce the amount that they were going to sign with Hasbro to bring to their stores because they were afraid. And let's be honest here. I don't think a lot of Target executives are collectors. I, I don't think they even care about toys as their main concern. There's so many other products in their store that they're more focused on making sure they come there. So I think they're like, wait, hold on. The movie's not coming out? Okay, well, maybe we should reduce the amount that we want. So instead of giving us you know, X amount, let's half that or something. And we'll see how it goes in the first year, and then we'll figure out afterwards. So House was probably like, okay, well, you know, I understand. You know, we get it, and, you know, we'll we'll reduce that. So that could have been one of the reasons why we don't have that many of these exclusives in our stores. Um, another reason could be Hasbro probably didn't even anticipate the popularity, which I find really, really strange that they would not think this is going to be popular. I mean, this has been around for decades, this this you know IP, right? How do you not think that this is going to be popular, especially the six inch line, which people go crazy for it? It's by far the most popular scale line of all collecting, you know, three and three quarter inch, 12 inch, eight inch, whatever you want to call it. They don't come close to six inch line. That's why a lot of people were not happy with McFarlane when they went to the seven inch line. They want to scale um, their figures with other figures, you know, cross, you know, IPs. But, you know, for you know, I don't understand how Hasbro could sit there and go, Okay, let's, you know, let's reduce our amount. Let's not uh, realize how popular this is. Let's see how it goes. Let's dip our toes in the water and see how it goes for the first year. I mean, even their classified line, which is available to all retailers, uh, big or small websites, that in the first month, I remember, was difficult to get. And that was available everywhere. And it was not easy to obtain. You know, characters like Destro, Snake Eyes, uh, Duke, they were just flying off the shelves. And so it just, it really frustrates me now, moving into 2021, you think that Hasbro, Target could have seen the sales, could have seen the outcry. And I am 100% sure that they have gotten emails, uh, social media messages, both Hasbro and Target, uh, fans just fuming at them for not getting enough out there. And one of the um, last Hasbro Pulse GI Joe uh, videos, they obviously recognize that you know the troop building is uh, you know it's a big thing, and they gave us a trimmed down version of Cobra Infantry with a couple of uh, accessories missing in there. And yeah, great, it softens the blow a little bit, but you know you're selling that same figure for the same price with less accessories. 
why? You know, like, why not change the paint scheme up a little bit, but keep the accessories in there? People can live with that. If you make a darker blue or a, a different color, but keep all the accessories, people be like, hey, this is another version of Troopers that I can have. Cool. I have all the accessories. So for me, that was a stickler. I was like, come on, like, you're going to charge me the same thing and then take away a couple of accessories. And granted, a lot of people were like, hey, guys, it's just a couple of accessories. You can live with it. But if you're a collector and you're a purist and you want all these things, it's going to bug you. But I understand that at least they reached out and did something like that. So I wasn't too harsh on them. I'm like, hey, you know what? They tr- they tried. But now in 2021, they go and do it all over again. They go and do another Cobra Island exclusive drop. And it's just madness. People are lining up at 7 a.m. at Target. Grown men are running to the toy aisle as soon as it opens. I mean, it got bad where Pop Finder is sending messages telling them, hey, stop harassing uh, Target employees. They can't, you know, be guaranteed that the figure is there in the back. Don't wave the Pop Finder app at their faces and tell them, hey, it's in the back. Go in the back and get it. Get me my case. It is bad. And it's worse now than it was last year with the very first wave because more people have caught on. A lot of people have caught on because of the craze of it. And scalpers are just, you know, like going, hey, if we can sell, you know, those figures in the first wave for $100 a pop, we could probably get more for these ones. And again, what does Hasbro do? They go and pull another army builder into this wave again. What are you doing, Hasbro? Like, I don't understand. You didn't learn from the first debacle you went and did it again had you released two characters that were not army building i could give you a little bit of a pass and say you know what at least it wasn't an army builder this time but what do you do you put the viper troopers in there with firefly come on this is madness i mean people are walking away from this line i'm in a lot of community uh facebook groups and i can i see people always selling their collection off and going you know what i'm done with this I, i can't do this it's crazy for for me. Like they're like, no one's gonna get up at seven a.m. in the morning and line up to get a figure. This is too much. The everyday collectors that Hasbro needs, you know, are walking away. You're always gonna have your core fans. You're always gonna have your core fans, no matter what. We'll pay the money. We'll get it, no matter what. But you also need the everyday collector who, like, you know, hey, that looks cool. I'm, I want to go and get that. Or they're walking by the aisle and they see it and they go. Hey, I'm gonna pick this up. It looks pretty cool. I mean, I've done that with the um, with a lot of you know figures in the you know when I walk by an aisle and I see something cool, I'm like, oh, that looks cool. I'm gonna pick it up. So I don't understand. Like for example, Fortnite. You know, I, I'll go and if I see a Fortnite figure and it looks pretty cool, I'll grab a Fortnite figure. I have no attachments to Fortnite. I don't even play the game, but if it looks cool, I'll pick it up. But you can't do that with uh, Cobra Island figures. You can't walk up to a Target or a Toys R Us and say, oh, that looks cool, I'm going to grab it. Because they're not even there. The minute they put it on the shelf, it's all gone. Or they don't even get a chance to put it on the shelves and it's gone. And that may be news to Hasbro. Like, hey, our stuff is selling great. But imagine how much more you'd sell if you realized <laughs> from last year's debacle and go, you know what? Let's put pump more out there. And 
obviously this is going back to something that you know we talked a little bit earlier about the arrangements Target made and the amount that they want. But I mean, even Target has to go. Oh, wait, our employees are getting harassed by customers for this thing. Uh, maybe we should wrap it up in Wave Two, because they were getting harassed in Wave One. This isn't new. They're just getting more harassed now. But they could have said, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we should wrap it up." And I'm sure Hasbro would have been delighted to hear that and wrap it up. But it seems like the executives at Target probably just still don't care. They don't like whatever. So I mean, it, it's frustrating, and I and I feel sorry for any collector of GI Joe that is still trying to get it. I have been lucky enough to get a Firefly and Cobra Viper Troopers. I was able to get a couple of them. So I am fortunate. Uh, I'm very fortunate to ha- have those, but by no means it was easy. And I wasn't. it wasn't an easy thing for me to obtain. I actually, actually had a, f- a family member of mine from Hong Kong help me out, you know, to get them for me. So, and I paid shipping on top of that. And believe me, shipping across the Pacific Ocean is not cheap, but I'm, I'm a fan. And I want it. But at the same time, you know, I shouldn't have to do this, Hasbro. Target, I mean, we don't have Target in Canada. I am from Canada, Vancouver, Canada. We don't have Target here, but we do have Toys R Us. And, oh, Lord, I I mean, it's going to be released soon here, probably in the next month or so here. And it's going to be madness. There's going to be people phoning to our Toys R Us and harassing employees. And I feel sorry for these employees because... They don't deserve to be harassed to put toys up on the shelves. But it's just the, the craze. I, I don't understand. Like, you know, Toys R Us probably, you know, has a different contract in place with Hasbro. It's probably different than Target. And I hope to God Toys R Us realizes because, you know, Toys R Us it closed down in the U.S. And if Toys R Us wants to remain open in Canada, they should, you know, talk to Hasbro and say, you know what, we want more of this. So if you can add another case into the each shipment, that would be greatly appreciated. I think if you get two cases per store at all the Toys R Us in Canada, you would satisfy a lot of people. Two cases, each case having at least eight figures. So you got sixteen figures coming. So it'll be eight of the infig- uh, troopers and eight of the Firefly, and I think. If you put that at every Toys R Us store in Canada, you've done a good job. But if you only get one case at some of these Toys R Us stores, and some of them are not going to get them, that's problematic. So let's hope that Toys R Us learns from what they're seeing at Target. But obviously with history, what's going on here, nobody seems to care. Nobody seems to want to learn. Nobody wants to actually profit from this. That's the crazy part about all of this is, they don't want to profit from this. This is selling. And they're like, no, nah, we're just going to continue with the norm and do the same thing. That's, to me, it's crazy. Like, why would you not want to make money, especially during a pandemic where a lot of people have lost their jobs? Uh, maybe they're afraid that, you know, a lot of people have, not enough not people have money to buy this stuff. But clearly that's not the case. If you go on eBay, there are people paying $100 US for you know, a Firefly or a Cobra Viper. So there are people buying. So why not make that money yourselves, Hasbro and Target, instead of having the scalpers make uh, money? Uh, Speaking of scalpers, that's another thing. There should be a limit on how many you can buy online. Target has no uh, setting put in place for limitations on how many you can buy 
or if they do it, it's some absurd number, like six or seven you can buy, which is more than enough to buy for a scalper. I would suggest put one per customer or household. So it's very difficult for scalpers to go out there and continue to buy multiple of them and then go turn around and flip it. There's also been uh, reports about employees taking them and hiding them in the back and buying them at the end of the day and then flipping it online as well. I think if an employee does that, it should be automatic termination. That is ridiculous that you are hiding them in the back and then after your shift, you go and buy all of it up and then flip it on eBay or you know Mercara or Facebook Marketplace. That should be automatic termination. And some places they aren't doing that because they're not even aware. They're, the managers don't even care. And they just walk out with a box and then start flipping them for $100. Um, if you give your money to these scalpers and continue to buy at an, a ridiculous price point, you're just arming them to do this can, all the time. They're just going to continue doing this. And it's not just going to be G.I. Joe. It's going to be Star Wars. It's going to be Marvel Legends, whatever it is. Anything that's rare, anything that's hot, it's always going to be on there. And you're arming these guys with more confidence to continue doing this. And it's getting ridiculous. You know, a box of uh, G.I. Joe I, I saw on eBay one time sell for $700 U.S. $700 for, I think, six figures. That's crazy. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm very optimistic. I mean, I do love this line. I love, you know, the new characters are coming out. I just recently did a review on our YouTube channel of Zartan, and I really, really love Zartan. I think it's a great figure. It's it's a contender for my, I know it's early, but it's a contender for the figure of the year for me. It really hit the nostalgia part of it because it kept true to some of its uh, uh, core and the paint and the colors were not bright, shiny gold or anything like that. They were really, really toned down, uh, which I think they've learned with the uh, re-release of some of the older characters from Wave 1. Like, for example, Duke, Scarlet, and Roblox, all three got a refresh. So I, I'm, I'm liking that refresh look because it's toned it down a little bit. I mean, these guys are army, military-type characters. They shouldn't have bright gold. I don't mind it because it's, for me it's cool and fun, but having the tone down has really appeased a lot of other fans that were not happy with the change in the direction they went. But they are listening. I mean, Hasbro is listening. You wouldn't repaint these things and bring them out if you weren't listening. So you are listening, Hasbro. And I know you're not probably listening to my podcast, but <laughs> if by chance one of you guys is listening to this podcast, for the love of God, like, do something about this Cobra Island situation. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, I hope going forward we see some sort of change. We see some sort of uh, development in this line. Maybe they will release them in enough for a package, which has was known to do that. Um, I hope so. So, for everybody who's a collector for, you know, collecting GI Joe. Uh, stay patient. Uh, if you're a big fan, I'm sure you'll be rewarded. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Let's be positive. Let's be optimistic. Don't be negative about it. And I hope you know a lot of you who are collecting don't walk away from the line. Moving on to our next topic, the Star Wars Hasbro Pulse reveal this Friday, and what 
we can expect from it. Generally, Hasbro Pulse stuff has been a hit or miss for me. There's been times where I tune in and I'm excited. I got my, you know, I got my tea in the morning ready to go. For me in the Pacific time zone, it's usually at eight o'clock in the morning, which is incredibly early for me. But, you know, I'm just like, why are you to do it at eight o'clock in the morning? Why not like nine or 10 normal times? But I, I tune in and, you know, sometimes I'm, I, I get, the announcements that come in, it's fantastic. It's great. It's like, oh, cool. This is coming out. And there's been times where it's like, what, this is it? Like, this is what you are been hyping for weeks to come tune in to see one figure? You know, ring a doorbell and you show me one figure in the six-inch line and that's it. The rest is some other stuff. And I get they want to show variety and they still want to show love to people who collect the three and three-quarter inch. I get that. But, you know, like, one figure from that line or not even sometimes come on if you're going to do a hasbro pulse show me black series that's what i'm here for every episode show me black series hasbro pulse this is where they you know reveal some of their upcoming uh characters and lines uh, they do three and three quarter inch news. They do six inch news and sometimes accessories. Uh, you can catch them on Facebook on Hasbro Pulse. So I, for me, my, the one that I would like to see is of the Black Series news. I would love to see more characters come out. You know, Star Wars is such a huge universe and they got so many characters that are not, they haven't even created yet. But I would love to see some Black, uh, Black Series, some characters on the six inch line. Um, I'm okay with if they bring in some old school characters. Like there's been rumors that Qui-Gon's going to get an up, updated uh, version. I'm okay with that. That helps new collectors obtain Qui-Gon. And also, you know, the new technology that they have, it makes the character obviously better. So I'm okay with that if they drop that in. There's also talks about having um, a Darth Maul with his shirt off. So you can see all of his uh, tribal or Sith tattoos. So that that's pretty cool i'd like to see that i don't mind that at all and then there's also talk about a queen amadala royal outfit you know her queen majestic outfit that she wears there is a three and three quarter inch figure of her um they haven't made a six inch black series figure of her so that's cool i mean it's giving people some of that old characters and giving you know an updated look to them i'm okay with that if you're gonna give me those things no problem I'm fine with that because it just it might not be for everybody. It, some people will say it's a pass, but if you are a huge fan and you, you want to be you know a collector of all of the eras, this is great. You're, you're going to give that. So I'm hoping they do that. What I would like to see myself, um, I've got a list of five that I would like to see, and it goes on three different um, um, backgrounds. So it goes on a TV show. It goes on a um, a, a movie and it goes on an animated TV show. I would love to see them do uh, Commander Kalis. I would like to see him being made from the Rebels. I think he's a great character. Um, I really, you know, if you haven't seen Rebels, you need to go see Rebels. I was tipped off by some friends to go see it. You know, I remember uh, hearing about it and I never really got into it, but Rebels is a great animated Star Wars tv show it is fantastic and i hope some of the characters more of the characters sorry 
would come to life. We got Ahsoka that came to life. Uh, but I would like to see more of these characters come to life. It's going to be cool. And I don't want to spoil it, so I'm not going to talk about too much about the, uh, the story. But Commander Kalos is a great character. And I would love to see a six-inch version of him. He will go great with my Rebels. I would like to see a Captain Rex from Rebels with the white beard. Uh, maybe throw in a couple of different heads in there so you can have a different variation of Rex. Because in the Rebels, you know, he had a couple of uh, clone buddies. So we'd love to see that. Give me a deluxe. You, know, you can make it a deluxe if you want. And speaking of deluxe, give me a deluxe Bendu. Why not? You know, if you're going to give me Jar Jar Binks and charge me what? Whatever the deluxe prices are. Give me a deluxe Bendu. Charge me a little bit more if you want. If you want to make a bigger package. So I'm okay with that. If you're a Rebels fan, you probably want to want a Bendu, right? So yeah, I would love that. In the prequel uh, trilogy, I would like to see, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, Kayandi Mundi from the Council, Jedi Council. Give me one of those guys. I mean, I would love to finish off the Council. So if you can give me Kayandi Mundi, that would be great. I would love to have that character. And some people are probably like, oh, who cares about that character? Well, you know, some people do care about that character. I'm not a huge fan. Like, I'm, Don't get me wrong. I'm not a a Monday fanboy here or something like that. Oh, I need to have him in my collection, but be nice. It's a little variety. You know, I'm, I'm sure some people would love it. So that'd be cool. And then re most recently, I'd like to see um, from the Mandalorian TV show, this, you know, it's going to get made uh, dark troopers. I definitely want to see dark troopers and please, for the love of God, don't make it exclusive. Let it be available everywhere. So people can, army build to their heart's desire i know i will be um i've got a number um in my mind i i army build up to eight per character so i uh, and i could do more and uh heavens uh, i know i i can do more but i try to keep it at eight and people are like well you know that's not our army building or some people are like that's crazy i do eight because it's a good number for me it shows that i have the army but it's not over you know overwhelmed army it's you know my collection is limited to the space i have and i'm filling up pretty fa uh, fast in my space that i have here for my collection so i would you know eight would be a good number but i definitely don't want this to be an exclusive this has to be available to everybody out there it would be crazy to have you know the the mandalorian how popular it is to make dark troopers an exclusive so those are my five that i would love to see um Hasbro uh, bring out in the six inch line. If they give me two out of these five, I'll be happy. If they give me zero out of these five, but give me something that I didn't even think about right now, I probably will be still be happy because I'm still going to buy it. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just, I hope that this Friday, this is their first one of 2021. I hope they come out with a bang and say, you know what? Here we go, guys. Like, you know, we are bringing, we're going to start off the new year with Star Wars Black Series with a bang. And, you know, that that would be pretty cool. I, I don't want to hear about, you know, oh, we got you another lightsaber. um, And we're going to bring you more archive wave figures. But they're already been out and we're just going to give you another version of it. If it's good, then great. But if it's the same thing with minor changes, mm, that's not cool. Like, come on. 
give me something new. I would definitely love new characters. I'll take that new characters over um, updated version characters all day, every day. But yeah, having said that, let's let's see what um, this Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific time, what Hasbro has in, in installed for us. Our final topic for today is going to be about Lucasfilms games. When Disney had acquired Lucasfilms, they had decided to shut down LucasArts, their gaming division, and had given the exclusive rights to EA to do Star Wars video games. And for a long time, EA had kept turning out Star Wars games. Some were good, some were bad. But it now looks like they have ended that partnership with EA and have decided to go in a different direction. They recently allowed, um, they had held talks with Bethesda, Bethesda Games Studios to do Indiana Jones game. And I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic game if they do it right. If they do it the ilk of Uncharted and Tomb Raider, I think it could be a phenomenal game. When I played Uncharted, which is one of my favorite games to play, I always thought of that as an Indiana Jones kind of ripoff. But, you know, you know, they tried, they made it their own, obviously, over time. And I've played every single one of those Uncharted games, and they're they're just amazing games. It's like, you know, an adventurous game with great graphics, great thrill ride, a roller coaster thrill ride, and it keeps you on your toes. Great puzzle solving, but not overwhelming, like an RPG kind of type of game. So it was, it was a really good game, and I enjoyed playing all of the games that they brought out. So if they can do something similar to that type, and then, you know, bring the Indiana Jones lore, their, the history that it has. And I mean, I, I, I would also like them to do different stories than the ones that they have already done with the Indiana Jones movies. I don't want them to keep copying the movies, maybe create different storylines and I think that would intrigue a lot of people to pick up that game. And so I can't wait to see what they are going to bring it forward. In terms of the Star Wars uh, side of things, EA no longer has it. So they have decided to give Ubisoft massive entertainment division to create an open world Star Wars. They have already held talks. E um, Ubisoft has already been looking to hiring people. And it's going to be a massive open world Star Wars game. And that's amazing. That's like a dream come true for Star Wars fanboys. So it's going to be very interesting to see how long it will take. It's a, a huge undertaking, of course. You're going to have planets that you're going to be visiting. And it's, it's open world. It's going to be massive layouts. So this game is not going to be made anytime soon. It's going to take years for this game to be finished. And I really hope they do finish it and polish this game before they release it. You don't want another cyberpunk fiasco where you've got glitches and all kinds of things and it's unplayable It's for some people. So I'm really hoping they take their time and do a proper job. A deserving fans will wait. Fans were willing to wait an extra year if they have to to make sure that the, the game comes out polished. So we can only hope. In terms of um, what else Lucasfilms games can do, I mean, it all depends. They could spin off multiple games now with different developers. They no longer are tied to one developer. So they can say, hey, okay, Ubisoft, you guys will make an open world game. And then they can go to another 
developer and say, okay, you guys make it this different type of game. So it's going to be very interesting to see what transpires soon. And I'm very excited for this because Star Wars is just blowing up. Ever since Mandalorian dropped, it's been blowing up. And who knows, they could make a Mandalorian game if they wanted to in the world of Mandalore. So there's so many things that they can do. And I think this is a great move by Disney and Lucasfilm's game studio to not be tied to one developer, but be able to open it up to other people. This concludes our episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We will be back next week for our all new episode, and we hope that you'll join us. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AstonishingNR. We also do a weekly YouTube video of latest action figures, and we'll be starting up a Twitch channel very soon under the same banner. So we look forward to seeing you in all of our platforms and we want to engage with you guys. If you have any ideas or thoughts and suggestions, we'd love to hear that. And I hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you next week.